Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. In this episode, Zoe is joined by Glentworth house owner Anita Redwood and registered manager Paul Cartwright. They discuss the importance of research within social care. I'm delighted to to welcome Anita and Paul um, to this podcast. Anita, can I start by asking you to introduce yourself and telling me a bit about what you do? Um, I'm Anita Redwood. I started a care home in 1987, so a long time ago. Uh, progressed into a nursing home and then bought Glentworth House approximately 20 years ago. Um, was the manager, then stepped down. And for, unfortunately for Paul, he had a baptism of fire when he became the manager in February 2020. Um, so it was a very difficult time for him um, and for everybody in the care industry. Um, and now I just um, sort of do the operational managing uh, across both homes with managers in each home and supporting them really. Fantastic. Thanks, Anita. And you're an RGN as well, aren't you? I'm an RGN. Sorry, yes, I yeah. forgot to say that. Yes, no, that's great. We like to celebrate nursing and social care. Um, and if I could come over to Paul, to you, Paul, obviously February 2020 was a difficult time. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and, and how you managed to, to get a manager's position during that time? Um, well, I'd worked in another home in the area for 19 years and then I wanted a change and Anita wanted a change. So we actually had a few interviews and decided that I was going to get offered the post as the re- uh, registered manager, which I accepted. I started on the 4th of February, 2020. And we actually then shut the home down. We were first in the area to shut both homes down. Anita had a meeting with both managers. So yeah, we just went from that point onwards. I think it was Friday the 13th, so it was indelibly printed on our brain, actually. Yeah. Um, but it was the right decision, wasn't well, it? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that That's lovely to hear your journey. Thank you for sharing that. Recently, the Vivaldi social care team visited your home. What made you contact them and how valuable did you find the experience? Well, Vivaldi, when, when I heard about you, you, you were looking at issues that they you know were facing the care sector um, and it's for, for the residents and staff and I just thought to get involved with research it would also help with major infections that we can have some saying of what we're doing with it when being involved and just it was just something that you had some control over and that you could actually be part of. I think we we were pretty lucky with Lentworth in that um, we actually didn't get COVID within the home till uh, the following year, did we, when it was all subsiding. But uh, it was very interesting to, eat, to meet the Vivaldi team because you're, they were so diverse, their backgrounds were so diverse. And like, you could see that everybody from their speciality was bringing something to the team. It really made me feel that we were going to be bringing something to the team in a different way. Um, and it's quite positive to all work together from different backgrounds to achieve the same goal, really. 
fantastic. I think it's lovely seeing academia and social care coming together as well. You must be really proud, actually, that that Paul was proactive and actually contacted the Vivaldi team. I think that's 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 really forward thinking. And um, yeah, thank you for making contact with them. That that was really innovative. Did the team meet with residents, with any relatives? Did they meet with different teams across the organisation? When they came into the home, they met with my residents. I had conversations with the residents who were part of the testing. <clears throat> they met with staff. They, we had some a little background of the home and where we've been in our journey through COVID. And it was good that we could ask the questions. I mean, Anita came over herself as well and because she was taking part in the test for us as well. And then it was just good to sit there and find out what stage we were at and how, how we'd come forward together in partnership. Fantastic. That That's brilliant. And, and it's so important to involve the residents and relatives, and it's lovely to hear that as well. It's important for Vivaldi Social Care to continuously co-produce, engage and communicate with not only teams, but their residents and families as well. How do you see this working within your organisation and what do you require from the Vivaldi social care team to enable you to do this? Well, I just feel nobody wants to go back to the pandemic days as it was. I think research is a way forward. It's a way of trying to stop infections in the home. And that's what we're all trying to do, where we have some say on what we can help with. I just think the Vivaldi, we have a clear and easy infrastructure in place so uh, we can communicate with our staff, residents, uh, family members. So it's quite easy and clear. It's easy and clear for the manager then to actually promote it and go forward with it. And just having the access to the other data that's available to the Vivaldi studies and things like that. I just think it's I think it's a very positive way. And I think COVID hit us all hard, didn't it? It was always something that you um, perhaps read about and there were lots of people that predicted a, a massive infection uh, but when it did hit as we know now and we've on reflection that everybody panicked um, and, and I'm not saying that was wrong it was just that we it was unknown quantity and none of us knew that's why we, we closed the home down very early um, but I think with this way we're looking at it in a more um, educational way so we all are learning from it it may well happen again, hopefully not to the same extent, but we would have learned how to cope with it. We would be a bit more confident, know what we're doing and know how to go forward. Fantastic. That's really important to us. That's amazing. And it sounds like you've got such an open culture at the home. I think that that is that is just something to be incredibly proud of. And as you say, during COVID, it achieved so much the Vivaldi initial project. It's going to be amazing that actually we're not stopping that research within social care going forward. We're going to keep the momentum up and, and continue to collect data, ultimately to improve the lives of residents living within our care. One of, one of the challenges that, that, that we have as a team is, is how to reassure people that their data is safe. And if you don't mind, I'd like to read you out what we call now the handshake, which we're asking people to review for us um, to be able to share what we're doing with people's data with residents, relatives and team members. So think of data sharing as a friendly handshake between us. You agree to share one piece of data with us, your NHS number, and in exchange, we promise to use this information to develop new ways to protect you from infection. Let's shake on it. 
This handshake of data sharing allows us to work together effectively. By sharing your data, you will help us to focus our efforts better. This way we can make a more significant impact in preventing infection for people living in care homes. We care about your health and your data privacy. That's why we promise to keep your information secure and use it only for purposes that benefit you and the community. Let's work together to improve your healthcare. How do you feel about the words and that? And how could you maybe share that with residents and relatives, maybe in this podcast or, or handouts to, to, to get their views on data sharing? I think uh, currently with the news that we've just had that there's been a big data breach with quite large companies, um, I know personally that's made me nervous and I can understand relatives and residents being very nervous about it. Um, personally, I think that statement's too long and I think um, it's a bit too flowery with okay. your handshake and everything. This is very personal. I think it needs to be more specific okay. um, so people are more quickly reassured that their data is not shared, it's securely uh, kept and there will be no breach of data. Um, uh, purely because, I keep saying purely now, um, because of what's happening in the community and in the news and everything else. I think as well, you make it quite clear to everybody that the home actually controls what data we do give you. So we have full control on that. Well, not if they have the NHS number. No, I presume you'll be able to access NHS notes if you have that number um, and they, the agreement, isn't it? And that goes for us because yeah. Paul and I are in this um, Rivaldi study as well. Um, and there's a lot of data in the NHS, isn't there? Personal there, data. There is. And... And, and what's interesting is that the NHS numbers will be shared, but they'll be anonymised. Um, and the data, the data controllers will be will be Care England, the Outstanding Society, and University College London. So we'll only be authorising the answers to questions that people want answered. And we'll be controlling who receives that data as well. Um, and everything that we'll be doing is, is for the best interests of, of residents li living in care homes. So to improve things like, you know, visiting arrangements, maybe um, to prove the recurrence of UTIs, to reduce hospital admissions. So everything that we will we will be doing is around improving the lives of residents um, living within our care. Um, I really appreciate your feedback on that and 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 the documents will obviously we've 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 allowed people until the 23rd of June to to comment on the documents and, and we would really value your input and the input from your residents and relatives and team members if you're happy to share with them. Yes, I think that's important to share yeah. with them. You've actually given us a little bit more information in that, that last few words which I think would have been helpful in the initial statement. And that's something I, we could feed back to, to relatives um, about what data you're using, because that wasn't clear initially. Um, so if that could be included, that would be great. Fantastic. Thank you. And that's really valuable feedback. And it's important to say it will be anonymised. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's really valuable feedback. Thank you. And will you have residence meetings where you're maybe talking about this? Um, how, 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 how do you do that within your care home? So we do. We, well, 
I have I have really what's classed as a, a doctor's round where I go around and I see all my residents. I actually try to see them all every day, and the ones that are involved in it in the Vivaldi study with us, um, we do keep their families updated. We do get all the consent forms, permission forms, which we've had signed and have you. And also, I anybody that um, needs an advocate, I speak to the advocates of the people as well because some of my residents don't have capacity. So basically, then we use we still, but we still wanted to have a variety of people taking being involved with the Valdi. So yeah, we have regular meetings, regular team meetings, and where it's all discussed. Fantastic! That that sounds absolutely perfect. And some providers see research in social care as daunting. What would you say to providers wanting to get involved? Well, I, I feel if we don't have research, it makes the care sector vulnerable again. And I think we're not progressing. And we're not progressing. We've got to progress and we've got to learn and take the learning forward from what we've learned. I think some care homes are frightened um, about um, people coming in from outside services. Um, I think especially during COVID, there were lots of uh, dementia homes that really suffered and the press didn't do us um they did us harm really lots of ways you know that care homes were dangerous and it made very everybody nervous about going into a care home so I can appreciate how some care providers may be about a bit apprehensive about like allowing other people into their home but we were fortunate so we haven't actually got that and I think to go forward in anything in life we we can't sit still we've got to progress and we've and the more knowledge we have um, the more we can improve our care and our residents will benefit as well. But it has a huge knock-on effect. To, so it's not just our residents, our staff, they're learning as well. It's their, it's their relatives. Um, and it's, it's like a spider's web, it progresses out. So, you know, it's very important for us to do research. Fantastic. And I think to reiterate that, I think if you, if you look at um, the CQC, under well-led and the quality statement, learning, improvement and innovation, we focus on continuous learning, innovation and improvement across our organisation and the local system. We encourage creative ways of delivering a quality of experience, outcome and quality of life for people. We actively contribute to safe, effective practice and research. I know, Paul, you've recently had your PIR. Can you tell me about that, please? Because it covers a lot of things, like you just said, um, how being part of Vivaldi, I'm trying to make my residents and staff safe with infection in the homes, showing some sort of leadership to get us involved in this is actually getting my team on board with me to go through this and want to do this. And, you know, we all want to learn from the great work you've already undertaken. We've just got to keep going forward, otherwise we can't stop now. I mean, we've started this journey, we just need to complete this journey together. And it shows us a great way of working in partnership with everybody as well. You know, I've just, you know, I've documented all that in my PIR. Because I've explained what we were doing and what we were hoping to achieve. And I actually did put in there some of the things we actually achieved from it as well. Fantastic. No, that, that's wonderful to hear. And I think recently you had a quality assurance visit from your local council. Yes, I've been very busy over the past few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, the local quality assurance gentleman came in. It's the first time he visited the home since 2019 because of the pandemic. So it's the first time I'd actually met him, actually. So it gave me a chance to talk to him, tell him the great work we've been involved with, 
the Vivaldi team, he was asking me... He didn't know about it, did he? didn't he? know about it. He asked me to describe what work, what, what it was and who, who it was with. And so I actually spent quite a lot of time showing him your posters you'd sent me. I've got the posters all around the home. Told him about your team coming in and meeting with my residents. And I told him again some of the results that we've achieved over the past being involved with the testing. And, you know, what the information it's shown us how... It's proven that residents don't get the, it's more the staff give the residents was the COVID. It's proven if you've had your injections, you're less likely to get it and less likely to become ill. It was all giving him all this evidence and what other ways we're going forward now, hopefully with some homes testing, some homes not testing, just wanting to go forward and learn and carry on learning because you've started doing a great job. We just need to all carry on together doing that. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And, and Anita, as, as the owner um, of Two Homes, can you give me your final thoughts on, on what this means to your organisation, residents, relatives and team members? Well, I think it's a great opportunity for us, which we haven't had very much of in the past. I think academia and um, care homes have been very separate and it's it's been such a shame so this is a great chance for all of us to get together to, to assist to learn and to disseminate the information that you um, you you find out really um, and how we can improve the lives for everybody not really just in care homes fantastic thanks Anita and Paul as a registered manager what does this mean to you it just means that we can carry on um, trying to work in partnership, be in control of your infection in your homes, learning new ways, learning new things, learning new policy documentations, and just just trying to make the home the best you possibly can. And that's always I've always wanted to do for this home. Fantastic. Thank you. You should be really proud of, of your home and your team and the involvement in Vivaldi Social Care. Many thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.